But immorality and every uncleanness, let it not even be named among you, but in all things give thanks. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Amen. I'm told a story of a child on his fourth birthday growing up in a large enough family. All of the children did what they could to prepare and to get a gift for their brother for his fourth birthday. And at the middle of him opening up all his gifts, he had so many after all. He opened up one, he put it aside, and then he said, well, I'm ready for the next one. Ungratefulness in, especially we find in children, is something that's very off-putting. It's something that parents, our own parents, I'm sure, insisted on. When we were young, this insistence to be grateful, to make sure you say thanks when you're given a gift. And in a child, of course, we find that most off-putting because a child is so dependent on the generosity of people around him, his parents, um, and the many different people they have in their lives, and the fact that they can't really pay back for what they receive. And gratitude, of course, is something which, which mustn't just remain as um, a gift or a virtue that children practice, but it has to be something we retain throughout our lives. This, this gratitude is actually a virtue. It's not simply just um, a good feeling or something that we're meant to do. St. Thomas says it actually is a virtue, and it's a virtuous response to a gift that's given to us. And St. Thomas says there's three different steps or three different elements to this virtue of gratitude. He says, first and foremost, we have to acknowledge the gift that we've received. The second step is that we express this thanks, this gratitude, And the third step is that we try in some way to repay this gift that's been given to us. Unfortunately, we, in the spiritual life, we often act as these ungrateful children that we come across sometimes. We act like this in relation to God We don't have this gratitude for a number of reasons. But first and foremost, perhaps, is because we don't appreciate and acknowledge what we do have. With a child, a child often 
doesn't really have that sufficient gratitude until they leave home and they leave that protection and that, that safeguard that they have at home and then they realize what they should be grateful for because they no longer have it. And oftentimes, it's, it's a similar scenario with us. We take for granted what we have. We only appreciate it when we lose it. But we don't have to wait to get to that point. We can acknowledge that beforehand. And we have to get into the habit of acknowledging these gifts that God has given us on the micro level, on the macro level, but also on this micro level. And what I mean by that is there are certain things and a position that God has given to us in our life that we have to be very grateful for, that we have day in, day out. The food in our tables, the roof over our heads, the family we have. So these kind of macro things that they're there in life, we don't really pay attention to them, but we have them. And sometimes it only strikes us when we see that, that stark contrast with people that don't have those things. So those, those, those macro things, but what really gives us this habit of recognizing what God has given us is by finding and, and recognizing in those micro things in our life what God gives us. What do I mean by that? Well, it's these, it's these small little ways that God shows us that he cares for us. It might be something as simple as it's a Saturday afternoon and maybe you're going to a shopping center and it's very busy and you can't find a parking spot. You say a little prayer and all of a sudden in front of you there's a space that opens up. Or maybe it's, maybe it's something, look, you don't really need, but you've been asking God for. It's something that's very important to you. Maybe God doesn't give it to you right away, but he gives you certain signs to show you that, look, he's heard. Maybe he will give that, but he can hear your cry for help. And he knows that you need that or that you want that. Maybe he will give it in good time, but he hears you. And whatever the case might be, whenever we, we recognize that and we see that in our life, and it's something that, that is unique to each of us, that we have to see how God cares for us in a unique way for each one of us, behind all of these gifts that God has given us, it's not so much the value of what he's given us, it's the fact that he cares uniquely for us. And these different gifts that we see in our life are an expression of that love and that care that he has for us uniquely. And even more than that, this, this unconditional love that, that God, he doesn't like play this game where, you know, we've, we've perhaps 
committed sins here or there. Because you've done that, then I'm not going to give you this. He doesn't look at that. Of course, that does harm our relationship with him. But regardless of what our, our past life is or what it is now, he still has that care for us. And he does express that in our life. And sometimes we just have to pay attention to that. And it's this, it's this kind of spirit that many of the saints had this, this faith in God's unconditional love and his care for us that made them thank God not only for those gifts and those good things that he gave them, but also for those trials. Their faith was so strong that regardless of what God sent them, they thanked him. Because for them, that was an expression of God's love and care for them. Because they believed in it so strongly. That's the first step. The first step is to acknowledge, to see in our life how God cares for us. To acknowledge that fact and then to thank him. And then the the last thing, after we acknowledge, we thank, the last step, as St. Thomas says, is that we have to repay in some way that gift that's been given to us. Now, for this, when we speak about this virtue of gratitude, okay, somebody gives us a gift, how much do you give back? St. Thomas says, with gratitude, there is no strict measure of exactly how much you give back. It's not some kind of just transaction, the sort of transactions that we have in the shop. You give somebody four, four euro and they give you back butter or milk, whatever the case might be. He says, that's not the case with gratitude. There's no measure, there's no strict measure because gratitude is in response to a gift which has been freely given. Not something that we deserved, not something that had to be given to us, but it's freely given to us. How do we respond to something like that? He says with spontaneity and also in a way that exceeds the gift that's been given to us. Now we might be thinking, well, it seems like this sort of attitude creates an infinite kind of a loop, right? Somebody gives you a gift and you repay back and it has to be more than what they gave and then it's this infinite kind of a thing that, goes, that turns around. St. Thomas says that <clears throat> When we either give or we give back in a way that exceeds the gift that's given to us, we are imitating God in one of the highest senses. Not only imitating, but we're also continuing this work of God that began with creation. Again, think of it. Why do we have what we have? Why did God create us? Why does he continue to care for us? It's simply a free gift. And when we try to respond to that, to this, to this free gift, and try to outdo that, whether it's with our neighbor or whether it's to God, we are imitating that 
first act of God towards us. And another way of saying it, it is this life of charity. We're not measuring it up and saying, well, God gave me so much, or this person gave me so much, we have to give so much back. It's spontaneous, and it's trying to go above and beyond exceeding that. And St. Thomas says, where's the value in, in this gratitude that you give back, or where's the value in the gift? It's not so much in the material value. It's the care and that love with which it's given. That's what determines the value. So as we're almost in this halfway point in Lent, nearly in this halfway point of Lent, we're reminded that Lent is this time where we deny ourselves. Take up your cross and follow me. And we always think, we often think of Lent in this this negative kind of connotation. It's something we're losing. But if we think about it this way, in the spirit of gratitude, that yes, we're giving something. We're giving something, we're trying to go above and beyond that gift that's given to us. But then we realize it's always going to be given to us back more than we've given. As last Sunday's epistle, I think it was last Sunday's epistle, said, having nothing, yet possessing all things, because that's how God works. He, he's never outdone in generosity. Let's go to Our Lady especially and ask her, she who never, she never said no to God, her answer was always yes. And not only yes, but to, to the fullest capacity that she could. And because of that, how much God, God gave her in return. And especially this, this, this privilege of being mediatrix of all graces. She holds these treasures of grace that God has, that God has merited for us. And let us ask from her especially this grace of gratitude when we're confronted with God's immense charity and generosity. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Amen.